ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Passive Cash Flow Podcast, episode number 10. Today we're going to talk about what does PCG do to protect investors. All right, so it's so important that when you're investing with a syndicate and you're working with operators that are calling shots day to day, they might be great at what they do, they might have done it 100 times and know exactly what they're doing, but you want transparency and you want things like safety net clauses. You want to understand who's personally guaranteeing the mortgage. Uh, you understand what happens if one of the operators passes away or gets injured and can't work anymore? Uh, what happens if the building burns down? And also, uh, what about the management company? Are they properly insured also? Because they get sued first generally. Um, so uh, we're going to go over all that today. We're going to talk about how we protect our investors by those measures, and we're going to break right into it right now. So uh, first of all, if you want to learn more about how you can get invested in our buildings and learn more about a company, how we buy apartment buildings in New Jersey and work with passive investors, our website is People's Capital group.com. You can go there and, and check out more videos and subscribe to our podcast for a new video every uh, Friday at 8 a.m. So how do we protect investors here? So a people's capital group, the main thing we do, one of the first things we do is we have something called a safety net clause in our operating agreement. This allows the investors uh, protection against bad operators. So, okay, of course, this has never happened. This clause has never had to be executed. Thank goodness. However, you want to ask your syndicators and your operators, what happens if there's gross negligence? What happens if there's theft? Uh, maybe there's another operator you know, that, that steals from the operating account. What happens if the building goes into foreclosure because the operators are not doing their job right? Well, the answer is uh, often in syndications, nothing. You know, the investors are along for the ride. But in our case, we don't think that's fair. So what we have is a safety net clause. So if there's gross negligence, if there's theft from one of the operators, if the building goes into foreclosure because we're not doing our job right, obviously you know, paying the mortgage on time is a pretty important thing here and operating an apartment building, then we actually relinquish control automatically to the investors so the passive investors become the active investors and the decision makers and the operators. Seth and I would then become the passive investors and we would uh, have to take a back seat to our investors then because at that point we hadn't done our job right. There's gross negligence or there's theft or the building's gone to foreclosure. So that would then uh, click on the safety net clause and that would unfortunately relinquish control from us over the investors. And that's a good thing for the investors to have. That's something that you want to make sure uh, if something goes majorly wrong, the investor can protect their investment and then decide maybe to hire a broker and sell the building, uh, hire a new management company, or do whatever it takes to uh, fix the issue and make sure uh, the investors uh, protect their investment. Of course, this has never happened. This is called a safety net clause. This is not something that we ever expect to happen, but that's an important thing to put in there. Um, and because we don't expect it to happen, and because it's so unlikely, we're comfortable with that being in there. You know, if the building goes into foreclosure, we didn't do our job right. So we should not still retain our equity, uh, our uh, management control, our ability to call the shots day to day. You know, at that point, you you really you know haven't done your job right. So there has to be a way to fire those operators, and that's exactly what we allow for in our operating agreement. And we make it very straightforward, very black and white. And if there is gross negligence or theft, or the building goes into foreclosure, then in that case, uh, the, the the powers uh, of operations go back to the investors, go to the investors, okay, uh, the passive investors. So that's a great way to protect your investment, worst case scenario. Again, that's never happened here. We don't plan on it happening either. The second thing we do to protect our investors is we personally guarantee the mortgage where our investors don't have to. So normally if you're buying a piece of real estate and you're getting a mortgage on it, uh, if the mortgage is below three or $4 million, you're gonna have to 
have to personally guarantee the mortgage. Now we do that so our investors don't have to. A personal guarantee of a mortgage stinks. It means that you owe the money whether you go file bankruptcy, you uh, lose the property to foreclosure, right? All of these scenarios, you'd still personally owe the money. You can close down the LLC, you can file personal bankruptcy. You can't get rid of that debt. So a personal guarantee of a loan is a very, very strong document that, that unfortunately means Seth and I are in it to win it. We owe that bank loan no matter what happens with the property, no matter what happens with the investment. So at the end of the day, you better bet that we are going to do everything in our power to make sure everything goes according to plan because if it doesn't, we're on the hook for that debt. So uh, again, none of this has ever happened. We never run into situations where the debt's called or anything like that. But you want to have these safety nets in here, these, these clauses, these uh, rules that protect the investors. And it's so, so important. When we draft our operating agreements, we think, what would the investors want. And we're talking to investors. We're talking to dozens of investors. So we know what they want. They tell us what they want and we try our best to put it in there as long as it's fair to everyone. You know, we have to have our rules. We have to be able to operate within certain grounds and be able to paint the hallway whatever color we want and lease out to the tenants we want and, and operate the building as we need to. But if we don't do our job right and that's, you know, clear, clearing in, in one of those three uh, scenarios, then, you know, we um, unfortunately don't... Um, maintain control of the building and also uh, we still owe the mortgage whether we're operators in the LLC or not because we personally guarantee that mortgage okay and our investors do not personally guarantee the mortgage so they are not on the hook for the mortgage and that's a big big plus to our investors in a big way we protect them and we take on more of the burden instead of them we take on more of the risk instead of them by personally guaranteeing the mortgage and having a safety net clause in there as well to make sure we're good actors at all times um, the third thing here is that we like to do to protect our investors and their investment, their capital is uh, life insurance. All right. So Seth and I run this business. We understand that we are very, very important to this business. And without us around, things certainly do change. Of course, we have our management company. We have our staff, but we're realists. We know that if Seth and I are flying to Miami and the plane goes down, you know, there's going to be problems at people's capital groups. So we have life insurance policies that pay out very nicely to the uh, LLCs that our investors are invested in. Of course, we have our management company and we have attorneys and we have state attorneys and we have accountants and CPAs and bookkeepers. So there's a whole you know uh, process that kind of comes into play if one of us um, or both of us is, uh, is uh, killed in one way or another. Um, and of course, or if there's a sickness or a disease, okay, we also have disability insurance. So let's say Seth uh, or I break my leg skiing and I can't work for six months or something, then we have something called disability insurance. If I broke my leg skiing, by the way, I would still, I'd be working the next day. I'd be texting on my way in the ambulance being like, darn, I broke my leg. Let's raise some capital. But um, basically, you know, if there's something that stops us from working, we have disability insurance. So, um, you know, that's a very important thing because when you're running a small business, when you're running a small syndicate like ours, you have, you're a very important part of the role. You're a very important part of the business. And uh, because of that, you want to make sure you have life insurance, you have disability insurance. So if something goes wrong and you can't perform your job uh, up to uh, speed, then you want those insurances to kick in. Obviously, if you're not around anymore on this planet, then that life insurance kicks in. I won't tell you how much my life insurance is worth because then my brakes might be cut. So I'm going to make sure no one knows that amount. All right, let's go on to another more serious topic here. So property 
property insurance as well. So uh, we uh, also, of course, obviously get property insurance on the building. We have an umbrella policy also. So if the building burns down or something like that, um, in many of those scenarios, we actually end up making a larger profit than we would if it didn't burn down. Of course, that's not our exit strategy, but you know, we properly insure the buildings for as much as we can. We get very good insurance. So if anything were to happen, um, you know, the building is fully insured and the investment is secured uh, by the property insurance. Okay. Again, there with insurance, uh, property management insurance. So PCG property management, people's capital property management manages all of our real estate. It's very important that you have a man uh, insurance for the management company. Uh, generally, when there's a slip and fall, let's say a tenant owes the rent and they uh, decided they're not going to pay. Instead, they're going to slip and fall down the steps. This happens all the time, uh, especially in the winter months when they can claim ice or snow or whatnot. Uh, not all the time. It has happened. We obviously have good uh, property management. We take care of our steps and make sure there's no snow or ice on them. But it, you know, a lot of times when the tenant owes the rent, especially with lower income real estate, we do find you get slip and falls. Okay nefarious uh, you know um, lawsuits against uh, the management there now the first thing they do is they sue the management company so you want to make sure the management company is well insured which our management company is very well insured and the property is insured as well so if a tenant sues us for any reason whether it's a slip and fall or, or whatnot um, then we are covered well there we have you know owning real estate over time especially in inner city areas you do get suits from tenants we had one tenant try and sue us for a slip and fall one time but we have such good records um, that we should showed the court that, look, we communicated with the tenant. Whatever their issue was, was fixed right away. Then when the tenant claimed the issue wasn't fixed, we have proof of and pictures that it was fixed. And what the tenant did was actually break the step or the handrail. And again, so we sent a contractor out to fix it. Um, it was fixed. We got pictures of it. Then the tenant broke it again and then said they fell. Um, at that point, but had no proof of that. And we had proof that the item was fixed and then was broken quickly thereafter again. So it was pretty clear that the tenant had made this up. Now, the crazy thing is with the, the insurance company still settled, even though it was a silly, completely uh, false suit. But um, basically, at the end of the day, the insurance companies tend to just settle those suits. So it was a small settlement. But, you know, um, slip and falls do happen when you own a lot of real estate. It's not the end of the world. You want to just be well insured. You want to have good records. When we get something fixed, we have pictures of it. When we have service calls, we have records of it. When we send someone out there, what the issue is, uh, when it was fixed. Uh, when we have tenants that are complaining and, and being rude and causing issues and, and likely resulting in some type of uh, you know nefarious lawsuit, then uh, we make sure to record all that on, on how the tenant's treating us, all the threats for suits and whatnot and things like that. And then one day they miraculously slip and fall and now they're deciding to sue us. So um, often when the rent comes due. So uh, we, we do find that to be uh, something we've dealt with in the past and it's something we're well prepared for and uh, you always want to be well insured and well prepared for any uh, you know bad apples like that and, and lawsuits that come out of the blue. Um, also contractors working on your property and things like that. You always want to make sure you're they're insured and you're insured as well. Um, so by having the safety net clause where if we are bad actors, uh, our controls relinquish to the uh, investors, uh, by having the personal guarantee of the mortgage on Seth and I and not uh, the responsibility of the investors, uh, by uh, having life insurance and property insurance, very good property insurance, uh, very good insurance 
for the management company. We make sure that our investors are protected. We make sure that if things go wrong, which listen, things go wrong sometimes. You, you have tenants that don't cooperate. You have um, situations where buildings are damaged and you need to make uh, insurance claims or whatnot, or even entire you know fires, buildings burned down. That happens. You, know, you want to make sure all your smoke detectors and fire detectors and your permits are up to code um, and your properties up to code. Um, and by having all those things in place, if things go wrong, when things go wrong, you're well prepared. Uh, and being well prepared means you lose less money or you don't lose any money at all, or maybe even make money out of a tough scenario. I've heard of scenarios where people's buildings burn down and they actually make a lot more than they would have if it didn't. So uh, obviously we don't want that scenario, but you want to be well prepared for these occasions. You want to be well prepared for the worst case scenario. And, and again, this is very unlikely scenarios. You know, none of these things ever happen. We never lost a building to <laughs> burning down. It's pretty rare. Um, but you always want to be prepared. And, you know, as opposed to a stock, if your stock burns down, you got nothing. But if your real estate uh, is damaged, you know, it's insured and protected. And that's important to do. We are also insured and protected because the operators are equally as important as the real estate. So by protecting and insuring ourselves and protecting and insuring our property, we really, really protect our investors. And that's the trick here. That's what you really want to focus on is protecting your investors, making a safe place for them to put their capital so they can invest passively in New Jersey apartment buildings. And that's what we do here. So if you want to learn more about how you can qualify for a New Jersey apartment building investment, go to peoplescapitalgroup.com. Uh, that website, you can sign up to qualify. You can maybe uh, jump on one of our webinars. You can come to one of our events. We have, uh, now we're doing four events at the office. We do a Sunday luncheon, a Saturday luncheon, a Tuesday night event, and a Friday event. So we literally have an event every week um, at one point or another, okay? The first week we have the Sunday event. The second week is the Tuesday night event. The third week is the Saturday luncheon. And the fourth week is the Friday breakfast. Uh, so we do a bunch of different things, uh, different times of day, uh, different times of the month, different days of the month. So please come to one of our events. They're really awesome. We give a lot of information at these seminars. Uh, there's limited seating. So you can go on our website, peoplescapitalgroup.com and you can register for one of our events coming up or you can go on meetup.com and you can see our, our group there is New Jersey Real Estate Network. And uh, we have over 3,000 members on meetup.com and New Jersey Real Estate Network. So if you want to check that out, that's a great place place to um, jump on one of our events coming up and RSVP for that or even a webinar as well if you're out of state. Um, so again, this is Aaron with People's Capital Group and you go to peoplescapitalgroup.com. Today we talked about what, what does PCG do to protect their investors. So I hope I gave you some good information there, some good insight on how we protect our investors. And again, we'd love to talk to you more about how you can get invested in a building with us. So check out our website, peoplescapitalgroup.com and I'll see you next Friday for another video.